0: Hey Heidi.
1: Hey Julie. How are you?
0: I am doing well? (laughs) That is good. (laughs) It is you know and this is a well we're recording it on a day that isn't so great in my family history but it's all right you know I mean I think in the in the big scheme of things um, in the last so what I'm talking about is my my brother's uh, passing 18 years ago and it's been 18 years and it's like wow doesn't feel that long, right? No, and I think there are parts of it that feel so um you know like still there raw and like just you know reachable and other parts are just like, wow, it's been 18 years and you know it's definitely true what they say about like not a day goes by that I don't think about them um but it's just also like you just get you you do get used to that person not being there and it's weird at the same time yeah. Because all you want is for them to be there. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's always those anniversaries are tough.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and I, 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 um, you know, I, it's what's sad is obviously that you're just not alone. You, you know that. And I think the world of social media in particular, I think makes you, is a really good wonder how much you aren't alone in that feeling or experience unfortunately whatever the reasons are of of a past loved one but um and I don't know and it doesn't always necessarily provide me with comfort and I don't always feel like I need to share but then I do it and then I guess you know somewhere it just feels like yeah I guess I just want to I want I want other people to remember him too right you know
1: yeah I think whatever um you know whatever works for you Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone handles that in their own way. And um, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. But but you know, in in the uh, April is full of birthdays for our family and um, immediate and extended. So it's like a like I feel like every week, every day, <laughs> like
2: whose birthday is
0: it? Wait, did I do anything for? The? Oh no, I didn't send anything. Oh crap. So what happens nine
1: months before April? So April's four, and then five. So what is that? Like summer. Yeah. So your family is um, active busy. in the summer.
0: Busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this is like, yeah. Extended family. Yeah. There's a lot of busy, a lot of busy people at that time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then there's like stragglers like me in the summer, you know, who were people were are busy or uh, much earlier in the winter. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, I feel bad. Like my kids were born in December and I'm like, geez, I, you know, if I would have planned it better, it would have been later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in either springtime or in the summer, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's not a thing.
1: I wonder if anyone's been successful of that, being like, I want a baby in like the spring. So I'm going <laughs> to, you know, like does anyone really? I don't think
0: so. I think I, don't I think I think there are some really fertile people out there that, yeah, I think they can do it. They I think can they, do it. Yeah, they can just be like mind over uh, ovaries. I don't know. <laughs> it's happening. It's going to be that way. Yeah uh yeah well I remember when we started trying and then it was like oh you're pregnant oh you're pregnant with twins." like oh shit okay I <laughs> only <laughs> wanted one right now but okay thanks
1: not the way that was working
0: Mm-mm. nope yeah yeah can't, can't plan that <clears throat> but yeah you try to look for the good stuff I um yeah. I booked a trip for my 50th
1: oh good so what's the plan
0: yeah, so I was stressing out, and so this is this. I just want to explain how I went from not knowing what I wanted to do at all and having a lot of different ideas to picking where I was. Okay, so uh, I was googling, <laughs> as you and do. I, yeah, and I was like, I would like to do a like a, like a one of those like eco friendly type of trips, like go someplace that's like eco tourism type, but like cool, fun. We could be adventurous, but also relax in this, you know, I didn't want to do like glamping or I didn't want to do camping. I, I don't know. I still wanted like a hotel to go to or something to go to where I can clean up right. and rest and chill out. And you wanted this, to rough you know. it with all the amenities. Yes. <laughs> Rustic amenity type of thing. So so I started Googling like where to go. And then I was like, you know, things were popping up on the West Coast, out of the country. And then I was like, nope, don't want to fly. I want to drive. Um, I don't want to go too far and I don't want to go too too long. So that started narrowing down Um, my don'ts were very clear. So I was like, okay, keep going, keep going. And then I came across, um, so I wanted to go like, I started getting stuff for like British Columbia, Mm. Vancouver. I was like, cool, not now. So I was like, cool, but what about the other side? So like, let me go back to the East Coast. So I ended up looking on this website for Nova Scotia. Mm,
1: I love Nova Scotia.
0: And that's where we're going. (laughs) Have you been there? Um, No, never. Okay. Yep. Never. So
1: We we have, we loved it. It was great.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Good. I would love to hear about it. So we we booked a, um, like an Echo type hotel in the middle of Nova Nova Scotia. It's in the woods, whatever. And it's like, it's for adults. It's not like you really don't bring your children or young family, whatever, which is kind of cool. And it's not that many rooms. It's kind of cabiny, very rustic. Uh, but they have like, you know, and an, like a, you know, five star chef, whatever, you know, it's like all this nice experience, good, you know, they bring in wine and all this stuff. So you you pay for all of your you know, pre-play, pre-pay for everything, uh, meals and all that stuff. And so we're gonna stay for three nights. Um, we're gonna drive up to Maine, take the ferry. Oh, fun! Over. Okay. Um, and it's like some, it's super expensive. But I'm like, actually, when I worked it all out, it was like if I was flying. So, um, it's like a luxury uh, yacht thing or whatever ferry service that you can take your car. So we'll take the car. Um, it's like three hours, and then we'll drive 45 minutes to this, <laughs> excuse me, this hotel. And spend three nights and we can kayak, we can hike, we'll do some stargazing, educational stuff. And then we'll have like nice dinners and wine and sit in a hot tub or, you know, whatever and just relax in the woods and under the stars and oh, not be distracted. Awesome. So yeah. you're
1: not going to be so much in the city of Nova Scotia. No, no,
0: exactly. we're not going to Halifax or something like that we're going. That's what I, I meant. Think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. That one. Yep. <laughs> I know. I just, cause it's fresh. It's just top yeah. of mind. So I looked at it. Well, we, we looked at all that cause we were thinking of flying in there mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, you know, last time we went to California, we had some trouble with the car, cert- like getting a car rental. We got it. But like, it's I don't know if it's any better. And I don't know if it will be any better in summer. Right. So we were just like, we'd rather just drive. And that way, on the way home, we're thinking of, since we're going to be in Bar Harbor, Maine, like going and spending one night at least there and trying to do some hiking at Acadia since we've always wanted to do that. But if not, mm-hmm. we could just hang out, you know, just rest and chill and then take the long, you know, five, six hour drive home. Um, so yeah, so that's like, I'm I'm wrapping it around really great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm excited about it. I felt good. And we pulled the trigger immediately. Once we figured everything out, we're like, we're done. We're doing it. Let's go do it. That's the way Mm -hmm. to do it.
1: Sometimes just Mm -hmm. book it, get it done.
0: Oh, good. That's exciting. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, But props to the tourism websites (laughs) for these places, because that's what turned me on and helped me find the hotel. Like, it just was like suggested itineraries. I just, you know, suggested places to go, package deals. And I was like, I'm not one to pick on, like, click on those things. But I did. And I was like, oh, no, I like everything about this. Nice. That's it. Yeah. Do you
1: remember? So, like, we've, you know, we've used Google to plan all of our trips for years, right? Remember what you used to do? You'd, like, go to the library. You'd get a book about what was there. Right. Yeah. You never saw anything that you were going to. You just kind of you called up and booked it. It, No. What was that? That guy,
0: Steve, whatever. What was his name? Um, There's like Frommer's. There's the Steve Estes, whatever his name is. He has a TV show. He's like, you know, like those pictures and the books were all you got. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, hope it looks like this when I get there. (laughs) And it often didn't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, and I remember circling restaurants like you couldn't really make reservations in advance and like
1: no, yeah. you'd ha- you'd have a book and like a map. Yeah. And you'd and have to ask fingers. the front de- desk like how do you get there? Yeah. yeah. Travel has become uh, you know, much easier to plan for sure.
0: Yeah. Like I still and I used to travel for work a lot. I, you know, thankfully the concierges at the hotels would have the street map still. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I'd be like, cool, I want that. I know I have my phone, but sometimes I need the visual of the whole space, in which you can't, I'm not bringing my iPad with me or a computer to walk outside with. So I'm like, you know, it's like a, that episode of Friends when Joey went to London and he stepped into the map. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like and I want to do
0: that. Yeah. And maps are
1: nice sometimes. Like yep. sometimes you want to lay it on the counter and just really be like, oh, this is, you know, oh, this is close by. Right. I'll sometimes, swing by here first. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. a map visual really does, is, diff- makes a difference.
0: Makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it just puts it in your head. So, yeah. So wait, so now when when did you I, I feel like I knew you went there, but I don't remember specific. So, when did so you go? We, when did you do Yeah, I'm trying to think cuz we've
1: done Canada quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But I think Halifax was it was on a cruise. Oh. Cuz we, you know, we like we like a cruise to Canada, not so mm-hmm. much south. We like a they're quieter, they're they're nice. Yeah. Um so we got off at I think we've been there twice. Mm um and that's a great city like Mm -hmm. you know you get right off at that port but then one one time we were there and there was a buskers parade carnival fair fair i guess so it was like all of these you know booth after booth of like craft and those types of things but then also a lot of street performers oh cool so that was really neat they actually had a school for street performing and like tumbling and juggling and Max signed up for that. So he was there for a couple hours. He was happy as a clam. Norm and I hung out. Um, it was fun. It was just a neat city, a lot to do mm-hmm. and very friendly and great food and breweries and really walkable. I think that's the place where we almost missed getting back on the boat. We <laughs> were like too much fun. <laughs> Yeah, we like we were just having a ball and so we we had to like row the boat, you know. The boat was uh, blowing its horn and closing its doors, and we were like, "No, wait <laughs> yeah, fun. yeah, it was fun, but it was it's a really pretty city. We really like Canada. We're going in July to Montreal, yeah. but we've always had a good time in Canada. yeah, yeah, so I think you're gonna have a great time. I think that's really that sounds and it sounds very relaxing and nice, but also different enough that it's gonna be an adventure yes. and yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm really excited for you. That's yeah. Cool. Like,
0: we like driving and being, you know, we can be in the car for hours and we have a good time and it'll just be us when the kids aren't coming, no dog, nobody. So, nice. like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to get there fairly, you know, within a decent amount of time to catch the ferry, but um, we'll figure on the way back, we'll take our time, you know, and yeah. like, make stops make stop. and do other things. Yeah. yeah have lunch yeah. and dinner somewhere and just not hurry. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I feel like it's different enough, right? Like you said, that I can be active, but also, not right <laughs> like they have this they promote this whole um you know the earth uh, no the forest bathing you know like oh, you yeah, just walk yeah. in the woods and you just yeah well i'm a big fan of doing that anyway oh, yeah. but so i'm like oh cool and then they like to do the stargazing and they teach you all about it and yeah. all that stuff so and that'll be a beautiful time of year because yeah. you know
1: everything will be in bloom and lush and gorgeous
0: yeah and it's right on or like a river Perfect. so it's just it's great i can't wait it looks really pretty again hopefully the pictures are <laughs>
2: accurate
0: <laughs> I'm, yeah, sure, it it felt really I'm sure it is yeah yeah I it's like exciting. it's not that far away and it feels like something like you have your July trip like it feels good to have something now finally has, to look yep. forward to yep 100
1: percent. 100 percent. good yeah Good. yeah we have uh, I took the plunge and painted remember a few episodes ago I said I was thinking of painting one r- wall of my bedroom like yes. a bright bright color yeah so I did peacock blue Benjamin Moore you did you picked it I picked it I did it I actually time-lapsed the whole thing on my phone and then posted it to Instagram if you want to see yeah Yeah, Heidi Heidi at Red Barn it was on my stories um but it was that's a really fun feature to play with the time lapse yeah yeah it Um, is but yeah so I did the whole wall that wall behind our bed because we don't have a headboard so I was like well I can make that kind of stand out and then I found um These old curtains that my grandmother had crocheted, they're just white, like white crocheted. So I hung those on either side and like a picture in the middle and I wrapped a scarf around the whole thing. And I don't know, it came out cute. Very nice. Yeah. I just need change. Like, yeah, I just need things to be different. And then it kind of renews my excitement of being in that room and tidying it up and springtime. I just, I need things to change. I'm always either rearranging a room or painting or doing something but i can't keep things the same which is why it's good i like uh things from the side of the road or secondhand stores because they often don't (laughs) have a long time here you know a year or two and then i'm like everything in this room has to change
0: yeah no that's good i i i think i like change too like i'll change bedroom furniture, that kind of stuff. I won't paint walls, yeah. although I'd like to. But then I'm like, I changed the furniture too much. I couldn't do an accent wall because I changed the wall. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this color is kind of bold. Like, I don't know how long this color is going to last. And it's outside of my normal spectrum. I usually right. gravitate more towards warmer colors. Yeah. This is definitely not a warm color. Uh, no, well, yeah, you showed me is.
0: that color. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty, though. It's,
1: yeah, it really is pretty. But it's definitely not my norm. So I don't know how long it'll last. But for now, I like it a lot. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. That is nice. I, uh, yeah. And I I found the secret. Here is a tip, a household Mm -hmm. tip. So you know when you paint, um, Mm -hmm. I can cut in a pretty good line if the colors are similar. But this color was that bright blue next to white walls. There was no carefully cutting it in. Like I had to tape. Yeah. So I did. But I've had in the past, when you do two colors that are that different, um, I find that it bleeds under the yeah. tape. No matter how hard you really try to paste it on there, there's that line is not going to be very crisp. It's just going to be noticeable. Yep. So the trick is tape and then paint your first coat on the tape of the other color. So I still had the white that my bedroom is painted. And so put the tape on, then along the edge of the tape, paint with that color of the other wall. Yeah. Let it dry. And then paint with a new color. So, so right. So anything that bled was that first color that's on the other side of the paint Already. anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then you get a nice straight line.
0: That's that's a really good tip. Yeah. That would be too it, much work genius. for my husband, but it's yeah. a great tip. Yeah. It really
1: works. It
0: really works. I've tried those, like using an, um, you know, the the tool that they use when they want when you put spackle on. Yeah, they have like a bigger version of that. I've mm-hmm. used that to cut the corners and stuff because um, like uh, taping drives me nuts. I, I hate oh, taping. it's the worst. Yeah, but um, when you
1: have such a different color contrast, yeah, no, it's hard. You yeah. can really tell. Yeah, uh, you know any little, you know. Whereas if you're painting your walls a gray and the trim a white, and they're not, you know they're not yeah. on opposite sides of the color wheel. Yeah. Your eye can cannot notice little things whereas yeah. but the difference between like bright blue and bright white. Yeah. You know, you're going to notice every little curve. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting like in um in my house in Massachusetts when they were uh painting and putting the ceiling, they they spackle the um or whatever they call I don't know what the technique. They It's an uneven surface for the ceilings, Uh you know, and and, like most houses, they just everything is, you know, flat and um, painted as such. Right. You get a ceiling color whatever. And here they don't do it that way. Um, Any new house has got this like textured ceiling, which I find fascinating. And it's still painted, um, but I find that to be easier to uh, distinguish between when you're painting. You know, yeah. because you can, you, you could see, cause it's ridged, you know, it's got texture that you're like, okay, I can't, not that you're not going to paint it by accident, but still like it just, my, my tendency, the line where I could put my brush is easier than when it's all flat and no texture. So, yeah, but that's the other trouble spot, but it would work. Your technique would work on ceilings too. Yeah. If, if as long as you had the paint.
1: As long as you had the, right. Which I happen to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That is a good yeah. tip. Yep. Good, good. What
1: else is going on? Anything else new and exciting?
0: I, um, I've i been watching a lot of TV. Yeah. Like a lot. So like I went through like a week or two where I wasn't watching anything. And then I just um, got a couple of people to tell me like, oh, you have to watch this. It's really good. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So uh, and they all happened. Well, two of them happened to be Apple TV shows again. But um, the first one is The um, Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. Okay. on Apple TV with Samuel L Jackson okay Jackson. it is so good um it? yeah he plays an older man who is going through dementia um and without giving too much away has a moment of time where his you know memories come back and he all this stuff happens um it doesn't last long but um all this stuff happens so there it's a mix between like a little bit of a mystery it's sad of course because it's that you know, very sort of, um, long goodbye part of the story that, you know, when you are losing your memory and the people around you and caring for you, but it's, he is, I was blown away by his performance. If he doesn't get, I guess, an Emmy, um, it would be uh, a shame because it was so, we were just, it was just so good. It was just so, so good. Um, but I cried, I laughed, I enjoyed it. The ending was great. It was interesting. It's based on a book. Um, is it a movie or a series? It's a series. It's like, it's only six episodes, limited series. So he didn't want to make it a movie because he felt it needed to be, uh, I had, you know, always look up these shows afterwards and be like, what happened here? Like took 10 years to make and they changed some of the things in it. But, you know, he was pretty passionate about it. And he said it was one of the most exhausting, you know, sort of roles he's played, I think, and like really um, put it all out there. Like, and it shows, like he is just, it, it goes back. There's moments where it goes back to his childhood and tells an incredible story uh, of his childhood and then coming, you know, forward to where he is today with his family and the people that he meets and who helps take care of him. And it's, it's, I, I, I just, I, we loved it so much. I was like, wow. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, it's one of those things like I skipped by it a couple of times, like, man, I don't want to watch that. What's that about? And then totally was like, I'm not doing that again. Cause that was really good. So highly recommend that, Ptolemy Gray. And then um, the other Apple TV show that we're sort of now hooked on and it's, just, it's, I think it's like three or four episodes in called um, Slow Horses. Okay. That I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know what it was about. Yeah. So So it's basically, yes, it's a spy um, show with um, the British uh, MI5. Okay. And like um, Catherine, what's her name? Catherine Scott or... um, I'm totally blanking on her. She's got like three names: Kristen, Kristen Scott, or something like that. Whatever. Anyway, she's like a main actress. It's really good acting. Really funny. Gary Oldman is hysterical in it. He's um, uh, Kristen Thomas Scott. That's it. Um, so she's in it, and um, there's a couple of unknowns and a couple of people that I recognize from other shows and things that they're coming up. But it's funny, interesting. There's a spy component to it, so it's a week to week, and it's you know it's it's based in in England, so it's all. Um, it's all just sort of that stuff I don't know it's really really good like we've definitely gotten into it it's like uh good storytelling so far and and um Gary Oldman does some he like farts a lot in the show (laughs) and it's hysterical (laughs) You're just like, what is going on in the middle of this? And he's just, he, Did he write to- that
1: in, or do you think he just has like gastrointestinal problems? And they were like, we're gonna have to make this part of the show, Gary. I don't
0: know. Almost, it, I mean, I don't know because I mean, clearly, I mean, if it's really him farting, it's an amazing fart that he does, but it's so like he may like, and they, they talk about it in the show as he's, you know, as he's farting and like he makes comments about it. So it's. It's become a character as far as I'm concerned because he's only either talking about farting or about to fart, or he's got one on deck, or it's just a really random. But like some of them are just wow, really? really yeah,
1: they're well, great. now I need to watch it because I'm intrigued how you incorporate <laughs> farting into part of your plot and executing. Like, that's yeah.
0: He used it as that. He says it's a weapon. He's like, I got to go unless you want me to unload right here. And people are like, what is going on? And, and you know, having like by the time he says that to a few people, he's already done it a few times elsewhere that you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's probably terrible. Like you definitely (laughs) want to believe him and get out of the car or whatever, get out of that room. But, yeah, it's good. He's (laughs) he's, uh, and I mean, the plot is really interesting. They're basically. He runs, like, the Misfits of the MI5. So, the, basically, the, the guys who don't, the guys and girls who don't, um, or guys and gals or whatever, who don't um, do well in their training. And okay. so, they kind of... Are kinda, slow
1: horses? Is that Yep. It?
0: Yes. It's called Slough House. Like, that's where they go to kind of, like, either quit or just, they just wait their time out. And they don't really do anything. And they're hoping that they leave because they're just like, you're not the best of the best. So, we don't really want you.
1: Gotcha. It's like the rubber room for teachers. Is that a yeah. kind of thing? Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly so it's just so yeah the slow horses is kind of a phrase out of like that slough house and like yeah they're not really useful <laughs> but it's really good and there's again the, the lead character guy is really good like it's good i i've enjoyed it so far and i think it's it's touching on some interesting topics that um you know uh i think are very still prevalent right in in britain and in uk whatever and and in america in general just about immigrants and
1: Okay, good. That's yeah. good because I need something um, that Norm and I can watch together. Because-
0: We're not even immigrants, people. I'm sorry. Like just, you know, like how people are are divided against, you know, the very conservative right over like people and, you know, different, different colors of people coming in and infiltrating your lands and feeling like they're not, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, entitled to live here. You know what I mean? Like would yeah. you like the the famous thing like go back to your home country and they're like I was born here. Right. Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So it's it kind of touches on some of those things themes and stuff. It's interesting.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. That might be our next uh cuz yeah. I started watching uh Life and Beth. Oh, yes, about based on yeah. what you said. And I love it. I'm totally down. Yeah. Norm watched one like half of one episode. He's out.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but he's on slow. his
1: schedule is nights this week. So he's working um, like overnights. So it's perfect. I, because I'm alone, I go to bed.
2: Yeah. And I can,
1: uh, watch it. So I'm in. So I'm like halfway through.
0: Yeah. With that. It Dad. took a couple episodes to take. I wasn't enamored right away, but I, I yeah. liked it.
1: Yeah. The first episode was definitely slow and sort of, eh, you know, yeah. but I stuck with it. And, yeah. uh, now I'm in it. When the character, um, oh, what's that kid's name? You know who I'm talking about. The, the kid who works on the farm.
0: The winery guy. The yeah. John. Is it John? I think it's John.
1: John Sarah? Sella? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Chris uh, uh, or whatever his name is. Sarah. Yeah. The Sarah kid. Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: his character just cracks me up. I just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's hysterical where he's yeah. just like deadpan all the time, but ridiculous. Yes. And um, yeah. yeah, so I'm really and the sister, his, her sister cracks me. Up. And I love how she just hangs up the phone. I want to do that. Me too. There's like no nicety. There's she's just done with the conversation. Hangs she up. Just Think of how much her. Time you would save if you could just.
0: Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. I I feel like the first few times I didn't. I was like, what is going on? Like, Me why too. does she keep doing? Is something wrong? Like, I don't understand what's wrong with her. And then it was like, no, this is oh, Michael Sarah. That's his name. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, so
1: good. So I'm I'm into that. So I will finish that while Norm finishes his run of nights. And then uh, maybe we'll try slow horses.
0: Yeah, I think I think Norman like that. I mean, he's certainly yeah. definitely. I mean, he watches pretty much. We just we've just committed to watching everything, even if it's like one yeah. of us only likes it, you know, so we're pretty, we're pretty much trying to watch everything together. But yeah, we uh, I we
1: don't. Yeah, I we we have some... about this. <laughs> Yeah, I have no patience for things I'm not 100% into. I'm out.
0: Yeah, like I won't watch uh, Jackass. Like the, the new one that came out. I, no. I, I, I won't watch. Go watch that with my kid. Like I'm not interested. In yeah. That. So like there's definitely departures. But yeah,
1: there's a lot that I just won't watch of his. He did watch Bridgerton with me. We did finish that this week.
0: Oh, you finally. Yeah, you didn't do what I did. <laughs> nope. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> uh,
1: but it did end. You know, I can see how you know how it's going to end. Yeah. in the first episode get right. on with
0: it yeah it, that's why i couldn't watch it i was like the other one just kept me suspenseful in a way that you know i wanted them to get together but even and then they got together but it was still like they were having trouble so yeah. i didn't i don't know it i started listening critical. to the audiobook
1: uh the duke and i
0: oh yeah and it's
1: um so far i'm not that far into it but it's def- it's different than the i didn't realize how far the casting was from what was written in the book like all oh. of that diversity i didn't realize was not part of the book for some reason i just assumed since it was such an integral part of the yeah. show that it must be in the book too but it doesn't seem to be huh. um so i guess that was a shonda land right touch thing mm-hmm. which i mm-hmm. i enjoy um but yeah, the book is I'm hoping the book is a little more racy than the you know where the the show is like a lot of um near miss touches and like glances <laughs> yeah. across the room. Yeah. I'm like can can we just get on with the can we just get on with it please? Yeah. Like <laughs> you like know a, what's little, happening. a little more yeah. steamy detail. So, uh I'm listening to the audiobook. I'll let you know how it is.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, now that I'm commuting, I am I I am uh trying to do more of all of that, so I definitely will um take recommendations. I um I I went back to some of my old podcasts, but I'm doing some other stuff too. But using my Overcast app.
1: <laughs> yes, I haven't checked that out yet, but it's on my list. It's on my list. How was your um Easter? Did you guys do anything exciting?
0: We um we don't overly celebrate, but yeah, we we just um I cooked a ham and some some veggie dishes and stuff and and kids got a East big easter basket not a big no they got they got an easter basket each um it was chill we just ended up hanging out i think at that point we were um we had played pickleball the day before and keith and i were pretty tired <laughs> so, <laughs> so i we didn't we just did some yard work and hung out with the kids and hung you know just which was good you know we ended up um just chilling out with them for a few hours which was nice, nice. so how about you
1: Yeah, us two. Pretty simple. Um, My husband went down to Baltimore that Friday night to see a baseball game. So Saturday, he came home late Saturday. So he had seen our older son who wasn't up for Easter um, and he actually got them Easter baskets. Remember we, I had said I was doing nothing. So he, I guess I hadn't said anything to him. He stopped and got uh, our son and his girlfriend's Easter baskets, gave it to them. And then my son said, he texted me and was like, nice touch on the Easter baskets. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, damn straight take credit. Totally took full credit. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so then I felt bad. So I went and got Max a Easter bunny and some other candy. Yeah. And so everyone did get a little something. Um, But yeah, I spent most of the day out in my garden and I cooked. We only had, my mom came over and another family friend who is really good at smoking ham. So I got the ham, but I dropped it off at his house and he smoked it. And I made lasagna and a zucchini dish with, um, it's like shredded zucchini uh, with eggs, kind of like made into a batter. And you Mm -hmm. put that in a pan and then a layer of smoked mozzarella and prosciutto. And then more of the zucchini stuff and bake it. That was really good. Um, and I made a sourdough bread and I made a lemon tart and I picked fresh flowers for the table. So it was very nice. It was nice to kind of do up the table and feel a little springy. Yeah. I got dressed out of yoga pants. I put on pants with a button. I mean, this was big time. Ooh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear you. I My commute, I'm in the office two days a week now. I'm like oh, this is a big deal. Like, I've got to figure out what I'm wearing and it's got to fit. And yeah, so it's, you know, not going as well as I'd like it to go. (laughs) (laughs) But thankfully it's not suits, which I would not fit into anyway right now. But, uh, and I'm getting rid of all my old suits because I just don't, I haven't worn them in probably four or five years now. Right. I think it's time to say goodbye.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Move on. Things yeah. have changed.
1: Things have changed. Mostly my weight's line Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I went and bought like, um, Patagonia had a sale recently.
1: Oh, that's such a great, anything they make lasts forever. forever. And it always yeah. looks good. I find things that are high end like that, they don't, um, like they don't stain. No. They don't, like it's just a better quality.
0: Yep. So that was part of the reason I bought some stuff, because when I saw that they were having a winter sale, so I went and bought a couple of um, pullovers. Um, and two was for that reason. Just one, I read the book that he wrote, the the founder, but also and I believe in his philosophy of of all of that. Right. It's like better made, better quality. They get you know, they they will take their stuff back you can trade it in uh whatever you know they have a whole like if you're done with it you can sell it <laughs> like they have a whole thing for it. I just like their whole sustainability approach everything yep. that they do their philosophy on the environment and the way they make stuff yeah so i was like i'm going to just get a couple of you know pe-. but i'm like here i am like it's not yet quite spring here but I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I wore it already because it was just, like, nice and cozy and warm. I'm like, okay, I'm not ready to let go. But I'm like, no, I need to get out of it. This is the part of the problem. It's hiding everything. And I yeah. I need to let it go so I can.
1: I know. I really like those winter clothes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be
1: hard. I have to, I'm keeping an eye on a sweater from L.L. Bean. That's like, a. it's a wool, um, kind of like those fisherman knit sweaters. But it has, yeah. like um like, a cowl neck. Ooh so pretty. I want to get one in uh, like their oatmeal-y color and a navy blue. I want to get two of them. I love
2: their colors. Yeah.
1: So I'm really hoping they go on sale as the season comes to an end. They haven't yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's worth, you know, if you can do it, uh, it's worth buying a couple of good pieces. Like I, you know, again, it's the, I will be going through my closet soon and getting rid of stuff and there'll be a lot of stuff that I mean, just chintzy stuff. I'm like, what did I, I? My husband's, you know, he Keith's interested in refreshing his wardrobe. He doesn't often do it, but um, he's like, I'm wearing the same stuff. <laughs> and not that he's like going into an office right now, but like, you know, he just, you know, just to have a couple of different variety of pieces, good quality stuff. And I told him, like, stop buying your stuff at Target. I'm sorry, I know that that's not. I mean, not everyone can not buy at Target. I get that or Walmart. Whatever. And and granted, I've gotten stuff from there. I have stuff from there in my closet, but if you could afford to go up a little bit and spend it on good quality stuff, again, we don't need to have um, months and months worth of outfits.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think that Walmart or Target are great for filler pieces for, you know,
0: layering stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. um, Anything I'm going to wear in the garden. I mean, I definitely have things from both of those places that I wear the heck out of t-shirts, you know? Yeah. But it is so true that if you buy a You know, things that I have from, and I usually find them at secondhand stores, but L.L. Bean or Patagonia or even old Gap stuff. Like I have Mm -hmm. some old, like original Gap t-shirts that have got to be 20 years old and they're still in great shape. Like they just get softer and better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There is a big difference. And if you can do it for a few key pieces, like a good coat, a couple of good sweaters, You know, those kind of things where you're going to, you know, those two sweaters that I want, I'll have for the rest of my life and always wear them. Like they're, you don't even really wash, you know, they just, that wool, it just stays around forever. I have a great wool cardigan, um, gray. I got it at a secondhand store. I don't know what brand it is, but it's really good quality. Um, And I have worn that thing for the last 10 years everywhere. I've worn it. I even wear it to bed. I call it my bed sweater.
0: (laughs) right they don't and seem to smell really or they no, don't hold it, the smell for long if they right. are smelling
1: yeah it just is it's always there for me that sweater is always there for me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the other thing to your point about buying too like i've definitely gotten to the point where right if i really like something i'm getting two. Oh Sometimes yeah some, even three you know mm-hmm. just like different colors um because why yeah, why I think about it? Why yeah. do I have this? Have again? Why do I need this much variety and and then stuff that doesn't quite yeah. fit right or look right or you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And shoes, I used mm-hmm. to buy
1: you know all kinds of fun little slip on things from wherever Target, you know, twelve dollar. Not mm-hmm. anymore. Nope. Same. None of those. I can't have any of those. I need very substantial footwear. <laughs> Well, yeah, me too. You know, like I, but it's true. Like I, I can't, when I wake up in the morning, I put on shoes pretty much. I mean, I have a good pair of slippers Mm -hmm. that have a, you know, good sole. Then I go right to either sneakers or my work booths. Yeah. um, I Or barefoot, but I, I cannot any longer deal with that cheap, you know, $20 pair of slides from a Target that make your big toe fall asleep at some point. Yeah. Just can't do it. I just nope, not doing it.
0: No, no, same. I, I definitely, yeah. I, I need supportive footwear. Clearly, don't need to cover that topic anymore than we have. But yeah, no, agreed. I think again, and the same thing. Couple of good, right? I have. I used to
1: have so many pairs of shoes. Yeah. Now I really don't. I've kept a few of them. You know, if we have to go to a, what you know, I have some, but for the most part, I wear the same like four pairs of shoes year round.
0: They're Mm -hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I, I I like the wedge dressy shoes, and I, I have a few of those that I really like right now and um black and brown. <laughs> and they're just like I wear them with a lot of stuff and they're super comfortable and I don't have to worry and they give me height because I, you know, like the wedge. I'm short, so it's all good.
1: It's all good. These are important yeah. things.
0: Yes. But you could, you know what the trick with all of this, I think it, when you're intentionally trying to not waste your money and not just keep buying things that you're going to end up throwing out or whatever you're going to do with it, sell it, whatever, uh, donate it, um, is being a little bit intentional and in planning,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? You got to think ahead. Like sometimes I'll like go through my wardrobe and I'm like, it's still on my list. I'm like, I'm still looking for a brown tank top, which surprisingly is very hard to find. Um, and, a and a, in a gray jacket. Um, mm-hmm. like I like to wear lots of not dress jackets and not winter, ja- just like a over like a jacket. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to call it. Um, and those are hard pieces to find. They're forever on my list of, and I, you know, the style I'm looking for, I mean, they're out there, but like the way I want them to fit and the look and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But, um, but I have to be intentional. Otherwise I just buy something that's good enough, close enough.
1: Yeah. I've really stopped doing that with a lot of things. I've become much more intentional on what I buy on clothes, things for the house, plants, food. Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. just become our grocery list too. is like pared way down. I buy so few items but I can stock up on them. It's like things I know we're going to go through, things we always grab, things you know, my pantry is full of not a ton of stuff. Yeah. but a lot of the things we use all the time and things I can make, you know, 10 meals from each one of those ingredients. I've just I think there is something to be said for thinking about what you're buying, buy good quality things that you're going to use over and over and over again. It really is wise. I mean, it's probably how our grandparents shopped yeah. you know they yeah. sold they saved up for something they really wanted and then they used it forever
0: yeah yeah it's a good well thing. that's how that's how like you know um things get passed down right like yeah. we had that conversation you know just like really good dishware or whatever like because when they bought it it was really good quality stuff yeah. that can last for a long and time they took
1: really good care of it like i yeah. that's what i was noticing with um so these crocheted curtains that my grandmother had crocheted, you know, they were. You could tell that she starched them, and mm. folded them, and put them away in a certain way. You know, she took good care of things. Whereas everything, I, you know, I'm like, throw it in the linen closet and
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope I find it one day when I'm
1: looking for it. Yeah, I, you know, I I try to be more intentional than that, but um, it doesn't always work out that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. We bought we bought for our winter blankets. Um... I finally, you know, the one that was smelly, stinky. I think we taught a whole episode about it. You know, we bought the um, the linen. Yeah. And now it's been, I don't know, four or five months. I absolutely love it. Yeah. It has worn down. It's soft. It's a, everything they tell you it's going to be is absolutely. And I just never wanted to leave it because I never wanted to wait that long because I just felt like it's so itchy and scratchy and hot. And now it's like, nope. It's absolutely It's perfect. Yeah. And I know it's still going to even get better. It's just so good. And I'm yeah. glad I spent the money on it because I don't it's ever imagine. It. Yeah, it was yeah. totally worth it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And a lot of times if you can front it, you know, if I bet if you add it up, you know, those $40 sheet sets that you're buying from wherever, you know, you're going to replace those every year. And the, you know, the ones that are a couple hundred dollars, which is a huge, I mean, that's such a painful thing to buy, right? No one wants yes. to spend that money, but you're going to have them for 10 years.
2: So.
0: Yeah. 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 No. And I, I think that's kind of what's backwards about things. Like I wish those things weren't so expensive, um, so that we're more accessible to more people. Right. Cause they aren't, I mean, that's just the reality of yeah. a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm anytime I get a coupon from like, you know, we get certain types of sneakers for the kids every year, or so and I mean they last, but the kids beat them up too. They wear them every oh, yeah. day. Like his, I get they're
2: awful. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: twenty-five percent off. I'm like, all right, let's go. we got we got the coupon. <laughs> let's go. Because they're so expensive. And I'm like, uh I don't know. Well, at one point we'll have to talk about what you um what Max packed for college because I'm Oh, we packed way too much. Yeah. Um, which I think yep. is like a normal thing, I right? Think it
1: yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If we, you know, if you went back, I would probably pack a quarter. Of what he brought the first time, yeah. but you don't know, and you want to make sure that they have everything, and um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll go through the checklist. Yeah, that's yes, fun. yeah, yes, yes, exactly. yeah.
0: Um, it, well, so the last thing I watched uh, recently was the Batman. Okay. The Robert Pattinson playing Batman. I'm out. I loved, I loved it. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Um. It was three hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. But it was so good. Uh, he did phenomenal in it. I think I I just, you know, I was a fan before, but um, he, Keith and the kids, like, we all liked it. We were all just like, oh, that was really good. I mean, it was a long part of our life, but <laughs> yeah. it was like, it was interesting, moved well. Like, it was well done. The story was interesting. I mean, you know, the story of Batman has been done so many times and so many people played him. Uh, but he did a really good job and they they definitely took a different approach um uh, much more darker more serious um but I liked it I I, I think Zoe Kravitz was great in it uh, as Catwoman um who was it? Gary Oldman again no no not Gary Oldman uh, He he was in the last he's in different Batman the guy from Westworld he played the the main com- the commissioner guy I, it was really good I really the actors were good it was a lot of young guys and women in it um up-and-coming people kind of thing it was good I really enjoyed it highly recommend it even though it's it's a commitment
1: (laughs) yeah I won't be but maybe some of our audience will
0: yeah I know (laughs) I know I like all that stuff so it's like you know I'm a I'm a DC MCU fan of all those things I don't know yeah can't avoid it around here I guess
1: (laughs) no yeah I think my I think Max and Norm was that in theaters too it was Yeah. yeah 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 they went to see it in the theater and they didn't even invite me because they knew, yeah, it wasn't happening. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it just came out on HBO Max. So I was like, "That's it." Because I think when it came out, it was still kind of you know, COVID was high, and I was like, "Ah," and I don't have any movie theaters by us, so
1: oh, right, <laughs> in your small town,
0: <laughs> very small oh. town, apparently. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my viewing entertainment this week.
1: All right, I'm back on the bike. Oh, and, oh and, Yeah, cool, cool, the cool. weather has just been gorgeous. So I've gone a couple times. I bought the... Uh, it is now $10 to park in a state park and in New York State. $10 each time. So I bought the pass. It's $80 for the pass. And then, you know, uh, it, that'll pay for itself very yeah. quickly. I've already gone yeah. three times. Um, but it's so nice for the, you know, the weather to be nice and back in that groove. So I'm really happy about that. And I have... um. I have a mammogram scheduled tomorrow morning, 7.45. I'm doing all the things. I got the, I went to so, the ENT.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're okay? I mean, if you want to talk about it, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, no, I am. So, right, I went to the ENT because I was having, I thought, just allergies. And, and then he's, you know, I have this polyp that we've known about, but because it's only on one side, he said, that's kind of concerning. So he sent me for a CAT scan, which I was expecting... I don't know if I've ever had a CAT scan. I think I've had an MRI. Mm
2: -hmm. And I
1: guess they're very different because I was expecting the tube that you get, you know, put in the tube and it takes 45 minutes. So I went, Norm was away. I went last Saturday morning. So I was by myself, which is normally fine. But I think I just have no, um, I don't have any more filters. Like my emotions just immediately come to this surface. (laughs) So I go in I get, you know, I'm in the waiting room and I just start crying. I just start crying like I don't was I I guess I was nervous or I don't know just started and not like hysterically crying just like tears consistently running down my face Mm -hmm. they very quickly came to get me probably because they didn't want me scaring (laughs) other
2: like all right lady (laughs) yeah we got to get her out of the waiting room um
1: but no I was just sitting there quietly crying and um they took me back very nice guy took me back and he got me all settled and you know it's not that tube it's just like a ring yep and, but you're oh, on no. a bed and he had to, you know, put my head in like blocks to make sure that it stays perfectly still. But I was happy because I could keep my, my knees bent
2: because, you know, mm-hmm. laying on
1: your back for a long time can be, so I was like, oh, I can move my knees. Great. So I was, you know, like that. And so he said, okay, I'm going to start the test. I said, okay. So li- like literally the test took two minutes. It took yeah, It's like, he came back yeah. in and was like, you're done. And I was like, what? I, Did I, I, I breathe? Said, yeah. So I sat up and I was like, why was I crying? And he was like, We don't know, dear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sort of hysterical. I, know. I was like, Oh, yeah. That's, not, not, that's not the kind of Dr. Victoria we are.
1: <laughs> he was just like, we else. had no idea why you were crying, but you know here's,
0: just- a, here's a referral. <laughs>
1: so yeah whole test took two minutes and then um my doctor called yesterday to say it looked he so apparently he was worried if there was only inflammation on one side that's worrisome that something could be going on he was like but you have tons of inflammation everywhere so that's much better
0: are you like? Are you qualified to tell me this information right now doesn't someone else have to read it first yeah
1: and so then he said you know we were talking about it he was like well you could still he was like some people with this condition wants to have surgery because i have a lot of inflammation he could like go in and open things up and i was like mm, no and he was like okay some people want to try a round of antibiotics and i was like no mm, and he was like, well, how do you want to treat it? And I was like, I think I'm going to do the neti pot more. And he was like, okay, good plan. Why did you come and see me? (laughs) I just wanted to know it was nothing terrible. Like now that I know that it's just, you know, I have a a lot of allergies and I'll, I'll figure something out. I told him I'd call him in a week and see if I won't change my mind. Yeah. Um, but I just
0: I don't want to don't see- you wanna see his doctor notes? <laughs> <laughs> patient reported crying, but no technician at CAT scan reported patient crying. Patient come to see me, patient wants to treat homeopathically. Yeah. Dead end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll see her in five more years when her anxiety decides that she's something's wrong again. Yes. Exactly. So now that test we said- went well. Yeah. Um, so now I'm moving on to, I'm go I'm slowly going through, but I can only worry about one thing at a time. So oh, totally, yeah. So now I'm going to, so I have a mammogram tomorrow morning, 745. I'm going to make Norm come with me in case I cry again.
0: And- <laughs> <laughs> Cause those are painful. They are
1: painful. Um, so yeah. So yeah, so
0: I will go do that. Easy, easy. And, um, yeah, well, if the one area that needs disruption is mammograms, I'm sorry, I, they've gotten better. Like you, you know, when you need when you have something, they do you know those uh, sonograms, and then you do an MRI, and like there, that is so much easier. Um yeah. and the, the, the the squishing the, and pulling yeah, and is unnecessary bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what they what it was? anytime time anyone brings it up, they're like, man invented this. That's why. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So like, let's freaking disrupt the damn thing. There's got to be a better way. I would think so. I mean, the CAT scan was two minutes, and that looked into my head through yeah. a bone. I mean, yeah. this has got to be yeah. Well, they have like high resonance. They have incredible tools today. I, you know, and I don't know. I've talked to certain doctors about it, and I, I don't really get it. I still don't know why we're doing the pancake. And I don't understand when you're getting the mammogram, the fact that they have to smush it into a pancake. I'm like, it doesn't go that flat. Like, this is why women are. <laughs> This is why women's boobs sag. It's because we keep getting mammograms
1: to so smush them down.
2: That I'm into the other
1: room. That's what I feel like. <laughs> you know, first they smush, but then they seem to move that whole machine. And now my boobs
0: in a vice, and it's
1: moving <laughs> with you. And that's not. That's not nice. That's no. not
2: nice.
0: No. Yeah. No, <laughs> and like I've cried. I've definitely cried during them in the past, and being like, "This is not. This is inhumane." Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Wait, who said this was okay?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make Norm take me out for breakfast afterwards.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean it's over pretty quickly. You know, they tell you not to breathe and you're like, I'm crying. <laughs> like, you want me not to breathe in addition to making a pancake out of me? Sure. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful I don't have any girls to go have them, like explain that procedure to them because that sucks. Yeah necessary though necessary please do not yeah you know (laughs) let's not discourage people
1: no no and I'm you know I'm skeptical I don't always I don't know I I don't always think preventative they call it preventative I don't always think that it actually is preventative some of the tests that they do sometimes I think that there can be more harm particularly for women like you know I don't know, a million things like with childbirth and all of that checking to see how dilated you are. Like, that's where infections come from. Just leave women alone. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, there's certain things that I think are too invasive. So I don't always do everything quite as often as you're supposed to. But I do think it's important, um, particularly when I'm feeling like, okay, it's time. You know, I get to a point where I'm like, I would rather just go do it than worry about it. And that's yeah. usually what prompts me to go get everything done. And then yeah. I feel like I'm okay for another two years. I usually go every two years instead of every year.
0: Yeah, I think it depends on your risk level. I think it depends on your family history uh, for th- certain things. And yes. I think Oh, yeah. You have on... a family
1: history and yeah. you should do whatever your doctor tells you to do. I am yeah. definitely not advocating for not doing that. No.
0: And, I, and I think it's important um, sometimes get good baselines for things. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I... I I'm, I mean, I'm a big believer, like, go check in with your doctor once a year. I, I just, what, what's the harm? Again, not, I'm not saying all your specialists. Yeah, just and you don't hair. have to.
1: I think it's important to take charge of, like, I'm really glad I went to the ENT. I'm
0: glad I got his opinion.
1: I'm not going to follow his advice necessarily. But he was on board with that. You know, I yeah. said, this is what I would rather do. I'd like to give it a few weeks and see if this helped. And he was like, no, no, that makes sense. Right. Um. You know, and I think he sort of appreciated um, Mean I think. I think he feels like most people in, in, uh expect an antibiotic yeah. and take it very quickly and he actually said like no I wish more people wouldn't you know right. jump, I I give you credit that you're willing to wait it out.
2: Yeah.
0: So um yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think you have to listen to your body too and figure out what's best for you to, right. I mean we know we know the downfalls of too much antibiotics in general. So <clears throat> yeah, I think you got to while people do- looking for quick fixes right at the same time yeah. you got to do what's best for your body and you. And, and I think you are the best person to, to know, as long as you're not relying on Google and, you know, hearsay from your friends of like, this was worked for me. Like, that's great. It may not work for me. So I don't want, like, I, I know I grew up in an environment where, um, we, you know, family members would share medicine, right? Like antibiotics, Like I didn't use it all. So you want some? Yeah. And 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 again, part of it it was the financial situations people were in. And yeah. I got it, you know, but yeah. like and we we thought nothing of it. But like I'm not just talking antibiotics. I'm just talking about like you got this ailment. Well, I have this medicine that I did and that I have some extra. So if you want to try it. And it'd be like, Well, how do you even know if that's right for what you know? We didn't have Google in the 70s, right? we couldn't see if there were like, if it would be bad for you, they weren't going to back to the pharmacist and being like, hey, I'm taking my friend's medicine now in addition to my medicine. Is that okay? Like, they don't go and do that. So, yeah. like, you got to be not so careful, like, careless about combinations of medicines. And oh, drugs. definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I definitely think be, uh, be safe with it.
0: For sure. For sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, yeah. Big disclaimer on this episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, well I think we're encouraging people to take like find out gather information which is what I think a lot of a lot of what I get from doctors is gathering information. There's a herbalist Susan Weed who lives around here. She's a bit of a controversial character. I would not study with her in person, but I do think there are value in her books. Um and she has this I think it's 7. She calls it like the seven medicines, but it really was very empowering to me to read because she goes through um I should get out the book for one of these episodes, but she basically goes through like the seven steps you can go through when you are dealing with any type of diagnosis. Mm. And the first one is do nothing.
0: Mm. Like don't
1: jump into anything, Uh, you know, just like take a minute to process yeah, and then decide what route you want to go. Like I think step two is gathering information. Mm-hmm. Step three is doing the least invasive. And, you know, things like surgery and medication are in her steps. She's not saying don't do those things. Right. She's just saying come at them from a place of knowledge and empowerment. Yeah. You know, take take a second to think about what it is you really want to do. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is, was very empowering for me because i I feel like I was sort of thinking that you had to do whatever a doctor said. Yeah. Or, you know, just feeling a little intimidated in that situation. And I don't anymore. Yeah. I really feel like I, I always go into a doctor's appointment always feeling like no matter what the situation is, even if there is a diagnosis or something, I always know that I can just leave. Yeah. You know, like I always know that I can say, I need to think about this. And, yeah. well, and that is sort of empowering to just know mm-hmm. you are not at anyone's mercy. Yeah. You have the right to say, I need to research this.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think there's a, right. There's a balance. Like I think if, um, because I think COVID brought all this out, right. And a lot of people decided, no, I'm going to do what's best for me and not even go and ask a doctor an opinion. But I think a good doctor today, Mm -hmm. um, is not intimidated by Dr. Google. Right. And will allow a patient to say, but I look this up. I read this. This is I'm, I have questions about that. I want to challenge what you're telling me because I understood it this way. Tell me why it's wrong or tell me why you feel differently than what I read about or what a friend's experience was or whatever the case may be. And a good doctor will take the time to lay it out. Like yeah. I had a doctor once go to a whiteboard. Yeah, <laughs> I, love I that. challenged the person on Medicine They wanted to give me that I didn't want to take. And I said, I, the evidence. So, so why are all these studies out there saying it, these are the harmful side effects long-term and, and my own anecdotal, you know, my experience in my family and who has a certain condition that I have, they have this, experience, you know, they've had that, they've been on those medicines and they're, they'll never get off of them because they've now wrecked, you know, whatever. So like, yeah. And the doctor was like, well, here's, here's my perspective. And he went to the whiteboard and he was like this, you know, and, and, and we had an intelligent conversation. Yeah. I still chose not to do what he asked me to do. Right. Because I just felt like there has to be another way. And he didn't fight me on it. He just kept encouraging. Yeah. His wife, you know,
2: yeah, but and I, I think there. that's
1: really important. I, and I, for the most part, the doctors that I have, I really do trust their opinion. I, you know, I, I go to them because I trust them. Um, Which is like with the ENT, when he first suggested the CAT scan, I resisted. And I said, is that really necessary? I don't feel like there's anything going on. Wouldn't I feel something? Um, And he explained to me why he thought it was important. And so then I did do it. Like, I'm not against listening to the doctor, but I really do appreciate him taking the time to listen to my side and then disagreeing with me and telling me why he thought I was wrong. And then I agreed with him.
0: Oh, I'm a fan of tests. (laughs) I love, do tests, do tests, test everything, test my blood a thousand times. Tell me what I don't know. Tests go in there. Do yeah. Yeah. I just want to do the biome a... test. I, I want to they where they test
1: your gut biome, like what's oh, in I'm there. Like, yeah. yeah, I've never done that. I want to do it. It's fun.
0: It's not. Yeah. yeah. You can a lot. I mean, I think the rule laws have changed quite a bit since I did it like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I had to send in a sample. Mm. <laughs> um. But I literally had to mail it out of New York. I couldn't mail it in New York. I had to mail it in the other state, like in another state, it was weird um, because of the rules of, but I think it's easier now. So, okay. uh, but yeah, I highly recommend I learned a hell of a lot about Yeah. I think it would be really fascinating to find what's out what's going on. There. What's, yeah. 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 And I think about it often. And I think a lot of things I, I still do as a result, because I know that I'm like, no, I, I, I'm a big believer in your gut, right? So the health of your gut is important to the health of your entire body. Um, and that's partially why I did it because I was definitely not feeling great, and I was like, "There's something," and and things were definitely off. And yeah, I I think we underestimate that. Um, and I think I think science has known about this for a long time, but the healthcare practicing community hasn't quite gotten there yet. Some factions of it, but not all.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we have a ways to go.
0: But it, ha- I mean, I feel
1: like for the most part, the doctors I work with, I'm lucky that they usually don't completely poo-poo when I say, you know, when they say, I'd like you to be on an antibiotic, and I say, I'm going to try this first. I feel like they listen to me. You know, they, um, I feel like I look to them to make sure I don't, I'm not in danger, and then I expect them to allow me time. You know, like, let's work together on this.
0: Yeah, I also like doctors who are, like, I'm really impressed with my son's dermatologist. Uh Uh-huh we they are like on the cutting edge of like the latest and greatest stuff that's been approved and having had evidence that it works for their patients, not just the clinical, the clinical trial results. And they already have worked out a way for you to get it. Like we got medicine for my son. It was a new medicine just came out maybe a couple months ago six months ago. and we had he had a like the dermatologist had an arrangement with a pharmacy in a completely different town, and they like called me up. We got a discount because of his, you know, whatever I, the setup he has uh, through the, even through the, I think manufacturer as well. So like, it was a lot, it was cheaper, you know, had I not, if I had gone to my regular uh, pharmacy it would have been way more, probably double of what I paid. Um, and the medicine's working so far, you know, like, and it's good, like, but I'm, and I like doctors who, again, our system is not the easiest to navigate, but when, you know, people who sort of invest and say, oh, I'm, I'm willing to try, you know, mm-hmm. um, new stuff and give it to my patients and- Feel confident that they're going to do well on it, you know, if they if it's it's um, applicable, right, to their condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I like that too. I'm just
1: yeah, um... yeah. It's true. And I, we, when I was working in mental health, um, this was a big issue because there's certain medications that are really do work for individuals who say have OCD, but it's not it's not on label. Like the medications that work are not specifically indicated for that. Yeah. Um, and it's very hard to find a doctor who will go along with it. And, you know, I'm thinking of one individual in particular who the the medications they're on made a huge difference in their life. I mean, it's the you know, it's the difference between being able to live independently and work and be be happy and have relationships and not. And, you know, when his um when this person's doctor retired. It was a scramble to find a new doctor who would listen and who would do it. And he almost ran out of medication waiting for that, which is such a horrifying, you know, yeah, knowing that he, looking in this bottle, knowing you only have five more days of feeling this way and not finding someone who can help you is yeah. like, wow, really yeah. difficult. So having doctors, and he did finally find someone who listened um, and, you know, did it. But yeah, what like what a blessing! Come on, like all yeah. doctors should be doing this.
0: No, I I, I my sister in law um, dealing similarly with her her son and and moving out of state is makes it really hard. To, and you have to find new doctors and like right if you've got a regimen of medicines um, that work, and then someone else isn't willing to do that, and you're like no no no. And then insurance yeah <laughs> makes sure you do it all over again, particularly in mental health. Um, no, 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 we have to show you that you failed six million times on oh. everything. And it's like, no, 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 once is enough. And yeah, yeah our systems, particularly in the melon space, so screwed up. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Anyway. That's another topic.
1: That is today. a whole nother topic. But yes, I will be thinking of you all tomorrow morning at 745 as my boobs get smushed and dragged into the other room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just don't have pancakes for breakfast. That's all. I will
1: not. No. Or or over easy eggs or maybe we'll go out for lunch.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) Mimosas. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'll have a mimosa before I go. Yeah.
0: Now we're talking. Just don't deodorize, right? You're not allowed to do that. Yeah.
1: No no deodorant, no lotion, which I'm going to have to really keep that in mind because everything's sort of, a routine. Like I get out of the shower, I put on, you know, I do all the things. Um, I think it, the deodorant must be because of aluminum and mine doesn't have
0: aluminum in it. I would imagine it's the metal maybe in it, but. I think it's also like just getting on things. Oh, yeah. Right. It makes the, because it's usually like a plastic or a glass. So right. you don't want anything rubbing off and interfering with the image. That's true. Okay. Well, I will do my best. <laughs> okay. I think you might have to listen to them on this one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you try. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, good luck. Hopefully, it's uneventful. And um, yes,
1: I will report the findings next week, and then we'll be on to a new. Uh, I
0: think I'm gonna heart.
1: do. I think I'm gonna do the <laughs> dentist next.
0: Oh, I have to go back to mine. Yeah, no, you just keep working down. <laughs> You went to the head. Now you do the boobs. Yeah. Keep going. Keep
1: keep going. I think I went backwards. I started with the OBGYN. I'm working my way up. Oh, you're working way
0: up. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, darling. We'll have a good week. Yeah, you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye.